Once again, Dan Destroyer, Chris Crude, and we have two guests with us today, Brandy Pierce, Alex Jackson, a band Manifest Destiny. And if you've been following podcasts, uh, talked about them on uh, the Warehouse episode, uh, we did not get to record anything audio of that, although I hadn't talked to you guys uh, before, because I kind of set up that with a little bit with the guys from Scare Me Green before but yeah we were impressed with you guys figured we'd thank have you, you on much. thank you thank you thank you for having us out yeah, thank you very much so uh, you told me before we started rolling but uh, how long you guys been playing now uh, we've been playing for six months now we've actually only been a full band for about a month but Alex here and my brother Andy who's our lead guitar player and myself have been playing for about six and we had Jordy about three months ago yeah and we just got Seth not a maker about about a month ago, cool. So, so yeah, we started that. We started playing shows once we got Jordy, mm-hmm. and then once we had another guitar in, started coming together. A lot of work. <laughs> yeah, a lot of work. Yeah, trying to get people together for a band that can sometimes get everybody's schedules is a bitch. Yes, we all know. Especially, <laughs> we 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 put some stuff out. Just the two of us recorded some stuff and edited it up, but we're actually looking for extra people to make it a band so we can do it live and nobody seems to want to be able to get together between 3 and 3 p.m. and 3.20 p.m. <laughs> on every other Sunday <laughs> when there's a full moon, you know. Nobody really has quite our Anytime. schedule, so it's... Yeah, I actually thought about making a, a page, like a page for local musicians because I have people come up to me all the time and ask me, hey, do you know where I can find a guitar player? Hey, do you know where I can find this? Yeah, I should just make a page for local musicians. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what are some of you guys' influences then for the band? Uh, some of our influences. Yeah. Uh, I know Seth and I. We we kind of drive from like metalcore, anywhere from like that. Uh, some some death metal in there a little bit, and then some punk. You know, we have like a mixture. We're yeah. just kind of like we're finding our sound, kind of just messing around with it, seeing what, seeing where it goes. Just tweaking with some things. Cool. I actually, mine's, my, my background would be punk. I was huge punk in high school and junior high and all that. And then started listening to Children of Bodom, which was Finnish punk rock. <laughs> yeah. Which is death metal around here. So then I just got heavier and heavier from there. White Chapel. Cool. All that stuff. Great band. band. Yeah. <laughs> so my early influence, Operation Ivy, was one of my favorite bands when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. You know, which kind of brings another roundabout thing with, uh, you'll see where I'm going this in a second. So, you, I yeah. think at least, know have known Andy for quite a while. You! I've known, <laughs> I've known Andy since I was 16, or yeah, I think 16 was the very first time I went up to the warehouse. Yeah. 
Yeah. I just it just kind of triggered that because especially when I was hanging around a lot in the '90s and Andes, Operation Ivy was on a pretty continuous loop up yeah. there. So, yeah. yeah, Andes Andes was a made a huge impact. I, I, I like to thank Andy sitting here, Andy Avina. If you don't know him, look him up. Pretty rad dude. Yeah. He's a walking piece of art himself. He is. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't be who I am today if it wasn't for the warehouse. So. Yeah. I just met him like a month ago. He's he's a really cool dude. He is. The warehouse is a really awesome place. It's kind of just like your your really local skate scene kind of come together with music, putting it Good all together. together mm-hmm. See, I always, I always knew the legend of the place, but I never actually. I always have friends that were friends, but never physically made the trip over there myself. So when we got to see the show the other weekend, and you guys, you know, that was. It's pretty nice. I'm glad. I'm glad I got the reaction it did. I wanted to. It was in a pretty rough, rough place before we got up there and decided to do this show. So we do that show. We're trying to plan another one. He wants to do it within a couple weeks. But yeah. <laughs> I told him that took a long time to plan that one. But, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I wanted to get it back into his form of glory. And I think a lot of people. When I like I always tell this, telling people the story there, I was like, when I walked up here for the first time when I was 16, like it was like jawed to the floor, like. I can't believe this place exists right down the road from... In Wayne. Yeah, in Wayne, Ohio. I know. So we worked really hard to get it back to that point, and I think a lot of people had that reaction when they came up there of, holy crap, I didn't even know this something this cool existed. Yeah. I was always a poser, like I said. I had friends (laughs) that I always went up there, but I never made the trip myself. Well, that was the thing for me. I always thought thought it was awesome. Andy and his warehouse was around. Mm-hmm. I always thought that someone like him needed to be around just to kind of just yeah. give a place for bands that are, you know, a place for them to play. Yep. Because it's not always easy. It's a little easier now. Most bars and every place are starting to get back into having live yeah. bands again. But, yeah, I just thought Andy's was always a necessity and needs it's to be there. It's his complete own vibe, that's for sure. Yeah. It has its own vibe. It's awesome. Yeah, I like how it's just like in a small town because like if kids are gonna be around, you know, in this uh, neighborhood, and then they're hearing like all these bands going on on the weekends, like, like oh, that's awesome! Like I want to go, I want to go check that out, or like I want to pick up a guitar, I want to do that. Yeah, you know, anything that could like drive someone to maybe play music. It's awesome. Skate, yeah, whatever. skate too. Yeah. Art. It's like yeah, a little bit of everything up there. I'll give another plug for Andy after we <laughs> after we get up, get the rest of the money for the warehouse. We're gonna have a couple more shows to fix the roof. Once we do that, it's gonna be where he wants to have three skate sessions a week and one big show a month. Cool. Uh, so can't wait for that to get up going. So also got I gotta commend you. You are as much as you heckled me. You are the kind of front man I like to see in a band. You uh, like to get the crowd involved. I, I do. I, there's not a lot of bands that do that as much. Uh, at our, we just played a show with a band called Fairs. They're, um, yeah. well, who was it? Fairs, uh, um, Destroying Patterns, and what was the other one? Our, our Father Prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they were pretty good. I mean, it was a local metal show. Again, people that get out there and support out. metal, support metal and punk. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I. I'd like to think that my our show's a little different than everyone else's. Even even with those guys, I was more 
in the in the, in the crowd's face. Like, yeah, calling them out. Get up here. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's probably a little bit easier. Also, just at the warehouse because that vibe is there. Yeah, I mean that's uh, everyone's already in that. It's it's like if we were just at Howard's, it's a little different. Most of the time, people just look at you. Like, <laughs> like the bar school, yeah. drinking beer. Howard's can have a weird vibe. It just kind of depends on the night. It really does. Oddly enough, all the shows we've that was our first full metal show. We've played some with some punk bands. And we played mostly with alternative, like just a guy and his acoustic, yeah. or a guy and a girl. And we've got, oddly enough, we had a better reaction from those crowds than we did the actual metal crowd. <laughs> uh, my mind was blown. Because when we did it at, uh, what was it, two or three shows ago we had at Howard's, it was just like a little mix. It was called the uh, Sample Platter mm-hmm. show. So there's a bunch of random bands. And then we were we were second to last to play. Yeah. And it was just a bunch of hipsters in there. We got up there and did our thing. And we got... Towards the end of it, we had a wall of death, and I was calling everyone out. And it came out of nowhere. I was yeah, like, I, was I was calling looking, everyone I out, and I was calling out. It. There was a bunch of girls standing in the back, and I called them out, and they're standing back there with a boyfriend. And the girls came up before the guys did. And I was like, whoa. I expect <laughs> these girls were in for it. Cool. That's cool. Awesome. Yeah, I don't often see too many walls of death. Well, not that I had to go to too many shows anymore. <laughs> you, know? you don't see too many walls of death anymore. It's not really. It wasn't even. It was our fan suggestion. The guy yeah. came up and goes, do a wall of death. I was like, all right, all right we can do that. Awesome. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> what is a wall of death for all you podcast people out there that might not know? Okay, well. What is, what is the technical Webster's Dictionary definition? <laughs> Or, or for the more current crowd, the Wikipedia version. <laughs> I don't know. You can you, you can't trust those. Anybody can edit those. That's yeah. true. Usually, wall of death. You have just one on one side of the pit. You'll have a group of people. Locking arms is kind of optional, but usually that's the more correct way. At least the old school way to do it. Kind of lock arms, and it's just <laughs> it's like two old medieval fighting forces. Running at one another. I like to compare it to uh, Braveheart. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that scene from Braveheart when they're standing across from each other, and like, here we go, this is it. And everyone, boom, it's a glass. So it's a more violent game of Red Rover. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just run and try to hit the other person as hard as you can. Goals knock them down this time. And then pick them back up. You have like your yeah. battle flags and yeah. everything, you know. Banners. That's the next step. Yeah. House banners. <laughs> <laughs> It's Game fun. of Thrones shit going yeah. on up here. That's why I like the metal, man. It has a whole other, a whole other feel. I think is becoming more relevant in our society. We uh, we're a group of individuals now with a lot of pent up emotion. We're told it's negative to be negative. Yeah. We're told it's negative to be mad or negative to be upset. And with the type of music we make, we give everyone that chance to get in there and let it out, get in the pit. And yeah, I kind of had this discussion last night where. Uh, because I went and saw Brimstone Coven last night. Nice. It was awesome, by the way. But <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But that was the one thing, because uh, at the show last night, they ex- only had one bouncer last night. But at those shows normally anymore, and really most metal shows I go to, no one's usually pulling knives on one another no. at metal shows. Everyone's pretty much there for the same reason. Right. They're going to have a good time. They're going to have experience. And just to release all the pent-up aggression and anger you've got from just daily life, job, whatever. They sit and watch the presidential debate before they come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough for me to get to all of it. <laughs> there you go, release that anger. Does that have anything to do with, like, the... Not most, I mean, you guys are an exception. A lot of the bands we see or talk about on here, but... 
you know, with the advancements of a DJ and a laptop becoming a band, yeah. you know, yeah. you don't really have everybody flocking to these kind of shows anymore. Yeah. Everyone wants to do a little the, mump and grind. Unless you got a little wubba lubba dub dub. Wub you know, bass dropping. Wow, 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 wow. It's true. <laughs> well, I think also what's kind of happened, and this is some discussions I've had during the week, is for where uh, technology has become such an integral part of a lot of people's daily lives where they just plug in. Because even I've seen it too, there's a lot of people that go to the show and they'll just sit on their phone and scroll through their phone while the band's playing. Mm-hmm. And that just annoys the piss out of me because I'm like, dude, you're here to experience something. Yep. So, and actually, Big John told a couple people in the crowd last night who were on their phones, and he's like, put the fucking phone away, experience this. Right. I, was, so, I went to a Rob Zombie show at uh, Mayhem Fest three years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, there was there was two parts. You could pay extra and go up front or be in the back, whichever I was, but Rob Zombie's up there, and he's like, put your fucking phones away. He said, you paid $53 for this ticket, <laughs> and you're going to stand here on your phone. Just put your fucking phones away. I'm here right now to entertain you for the next 45 minutes. But how am I going to make yeah. an illegal download? <laughs> <laughs> it's like people can't give 45 minutes out of their phone yeah. to go see someone perform yeah. something they love to do. I mean, I don't mind people filming yeah. and all that, but dude, only film for a minute. You don't need to film the whole show. No one. First off, a lot of people like to do it because they think they're important. This makes you important by filming this. Or, you know, you're not important. No one cares. No one cares that you're at a manifest destiny show. No one cares. <laughs> you're supposed to care. That's why That's you're the here. same set of yeah. bitches that don't turn their phone sideways and have them. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was guilty of that last night. I was like, oh, fuck. I shot it. Like, I had to turn this fucker in. Well, so, yeah, if you go on my page, there's one band that they're kind of sideways. <laughs> yeah. Guilty. But... Yeah, but uh, like I was going to say, it's, it was, it's kind of cool... When we see bands like yours getting involved, you, I mean, and you guys are younger than us, obviously, <laughs> but it's cool to, for me, it's cool to still see that vibe alive, because there was a long time where I went to shows, yeah. oh. and there wasn't it, it was a lot of just, everyone kind of sits on one spot on the stage, granted, there are some stages where there is no room for movement, Yeah, but yeah, just moving around getting the crowd involved just fucking into it and even you guys had a little bit of problems that night yeah but you didn't let yeah. it slow you down no, man you just kept going so that's that cool yeah that's a, that's a big part of I know for there for a minute I grew up in the Bowling Green area and all that the Bowling Green music scene died there for a minute there yeah. weren't very many shows even Howard's wasn't having very many shows so I'm just glad to see that there's more shows <clears throat> like this year's been a good year for shows yeah which, shows, yeah. speaking of which an alumnus of the Punk Off podcast, very own uh, Jason Massey. Oh, yeah. He went, we used to play in a band together, like doing like old, like industrial rock, heavy, anti-God, anti-government, all that shit. Just go ahead and drop the name. Rage Against the Machine. Living Dead. And, oh, uh, you were in Living Dead was, yeah, Zach? Drum, yeah. Yeah? yeah. Uh, I grew up in the, down the street from Zach. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, uh, Huge. Now you got Huge me. local band back in the day. Now you got Massey. me. You're talking about Massey. He was playing. So he went from that to uh, he's out, he's performing live gigs with uh, like a like a country band now. He went really? from one extreme to the other. 
but that country band played the Stroh Center, like the auditorium in BG last night, and shout out to them guys doing oh, yeah. something, you know. Even if you're not a fan of the music, you always got to give some support to oh, yeah. people that are doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a couple of the pictures he posted last night. With Selling out auditoriums. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just don't get why he doesn't want to play in our band. <laughs> no, that's not necessarily true, but he just doesn't have... He does, he does live shows with them. He does live shows yeah. with other people. He's a guitar for hire, man. You gotta, you gotta come with you gotta come with the knowledge if you want him to... Yeah, I know. <laughs> We're just old punks playing in A and E and banging out three chords. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you and need. That, that's with the drummer. <laughs> Once again, last night I thought of you. They were doing the sound check, and uh, guitars trying to tune. And there's What's the drum. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> Guilty. Guilty as charged. Sitting there trying to talk in between, in between songs. I practice. Oh, dude, I gotta warm up. Yeah, I mean, because you're sitting there, you can, like, you already have everything set up, and then like the guitarists are tuning, and you're just like, it's like. <laughs> I mean, everybody has electronic tuners anyway. They yeah. look on their pedal board or uh-huh. whatever, you know. So Headstock now. Exactly. Yeah, mini tuners, yeah. Exactly. So It's not like I, the drums don't interfere it. with those. Uh, all right, so I guess a true usual punk out podcast tradition. We'll, we'll ask you guys a couple. Either you guys in wrestling at all. Uh, I used to be. I went to SmackDown in, in Toledo before. My buddy won tickets. I think it was SmackDown, right? That's Probably. Toledo. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I had to see the great Kali or whoever it was. Man, that is some old school shit. Yeah. It's pretty cool. But, I, never, uh, I never really got into wrestling when I was yeah. younger. But I mean, like, I wrestled I wrestled in high school. Yeah. But, I mean, that's, another, that's another different kind of wrestling. Yeah, a little bit. I, I tried to, but I was a fish. <laughs> I'm more of a fan of, like, UFC and stuff like that. Ultimate fighting. Yeah, ultimate fighting. I, I wasn't allowed to watch wrestling. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to watch wrestling after I uh, British bulldog my brother off the steps. Oops. <laughs> they got shut down real quick. Like, nope, you guys are done. <laughs> you got your ass whooped for that one. Probably. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I guess I'll uh, I'll talk about my newest find since uh, everyone... I fucked, what, speaking of which, I forgot Macho Man today. Oh! Usually we have Tiny Macho Man comes with us. He <laughs> nice. sits in on the podcast. But. Uh, I was doing Macho Man impression on Friday. <laughs> we were talking about that video they posted. Andy has those figurines, the cat figurines. Uh, our brother, our brother and guitar player. <laughs> brother and guitar player. Andy and Seth got two cat figurines. They take with them on stage. <laughs> well, we got close to him. We got John oh, Cena, <laughs> but I can't see him. <laughs> yeah, so that's see that's, that's, Michael not having me. Yeah, news find on the internet. Uh, my buddy uh, JP, who does uh, Brewery God podcast, turned me on to an uh, Instagram account called Macho Fan Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> it is fucking awesome. Have you seen it? No. I'm not oh, man, up. you got to check it out. Dude dresses to the nines, got, has the tape on the figures, everything, and he does like quick 15 to 20 second like PSAs. Nice. Because one was uh, one of my favorites is he like rolls into the frame. He's like, oh, yeah, got to wear your personal protection on the job site. 
don't forget the PPE. Yeah, <laughs> rolls back out. And he's got the, the 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 goggles and the bandanas and like tape finger in his awesome. So so because uh, I even commented about I think I found my newest one of my newest friends on the internet, right. and he even replied back with a typical macho man. And oh God, I wish I could remember it verbatim now. It's like. Soaring with the eagles and slithering with the snakes, you are indeed now my friend. <laughs> so I was like, this dude is awesome. Well, what's, what's your favorite Brad? Macho Man quote? Oh man, I don't know. There's a lot, but the uh, the whole cream of the crop with the coffee creamer thing, that whole promo was still one of my favorites. So he had a lot too, especially when you got him and Hogan together, yeah. and you can tell they both snorted a rail before they came up with a promo. For the whole Mega Powers uh, thing. So, I don't know, man. Ultimate Warrior did some really off-the-wall promos, too, man. The, the uh, rocket, rocket fuel, yes. <laughs> Put the rocket fuel in the rocket. Put the intercontinental belt in the rocket. My fucking Ultimate Warrior and Macho Man are really fucking <laughs> close, I just noticed. But, but yeah, I don't know. That, see, to me, that's the thing is... Nah, with wrestling is my like real gripe with it nowadays is too much of it scripted oh, just let those dudes go off script because that makes some of the best shit right there at least as far as the film wars ago I don't think they had scripts back then. You watch some of the... Oh, there's no way. There's I no love way. how when, like, you, you watch professional wrestlers now and day, like, they go on Conan or Brian or do an interview off. You know, they're yeah. themselves. Macho Man, when he went to go do an interview... <laughs> he, he was still was, Macho, was macho Man. man. <laughs> Always. Never out of character. He was Macho Man no matter what. Maybe he was acting like some of the other wrestlers do. Huh? The Rock. And stuff. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Always in character. Yeah, Always. Right. Ain't gonna catch him out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I'm trying to think what other subjects we usually... Well, movies are another one we usually cover. You guys be big movie fans? You got your favorite oh, cult ones? Oh, yeah, I, I do. I'm a, I'm a movie buff for sure. Yeah. Cool. Uh, my favorites, Fight Club. Uh, oh, that's, 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 Fight Club. Club, that's probably my favorite. I read the book, too. The book is amazing. Yeah. But, uh, the Mask, old school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Carrie, yeah. Gotta love it. Yeah, that was... Carrie, before Carrie started kind of going, jumping the shark a little bit, yep. it was still some of his best material. Yep. Yeah. Back when the Ace Ventura was popular, people used to think I kind of looked like him. I used to get it all the time, too. <laughs> you look like Jim Carrey. I was like, how? I don't even you know. Nothing like it. Maybe it's the fact I'm speaking with my ass right now. <laughs> <laughs> you see the resemblance? I see it. I got it. Uh, Beef no. Vendetta. That's a good Beef one. Yeah, that's a good one. Fifth of November. Yep. <laughs> Well, I always like to sit here and school people if they've not seen it. Have you guys ever checked out an older movie called The Warriors? The Warriors, like the... It would have been... Yep, yeah, that one. Yeah, I remember that one. It's, it's, like I said, it's a weird movie to try and explain to people. It's like, well, it's like futuristic gangs, but it's it's not... It's a dystopia. Yes, exactly. I like uh, my favorite movies of all time, the Evil Dead trilogies. Oh, yeah. Dead, Evil Dead, Two Army of Darkness. Speaking of which, I was going to get into. Uh, I was lucky enough to have the house to myself yesterday. You know, mm. no wife or kids. They were gone for the day. And I just sat back and watched some stuff that I had saved up. And I watched the uh, episodes of Ash vs. Evil Dead. I haven't had to see that yet. I mean, either. I've phenomenal. It is, and they're in the second season now, and they're 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 doing it better. And I've seen some shit that I'd never seen before, I'd never expected to see before. I'm not going to give you a whole like spoiler or anything like that. <laughs> but there's this episode where 
Ash was in this morgue because this evil chick hid the Necronomicon inside <laughs> a dead body. You know, it's all dead flesh, and mm. the evil spirits can't smell the book when it's surrounded by other dead flesh right, yeah. and whatever. And uh, so, of course, he's trying to find the book, and he's cutting bodies up in the morgue looking for it. <laughs> <clears throat> Finds the book, and that's when all the spirits, all the evil comes to try to get him. And this body that he just chopped up, like the intestines shot out at him and started like tying him down and pulling him toward him. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the dude's like, "Oh no, not the ass!" Fucking <laughs> <laughs> corpse pulled. So this guy's wearing Ash is wearing a corpse on on his shoulders, like giving it a piggyback ride. But his head stuck up the dude's ass, and he's looking through like the hole that he cut in the guy's stomach. You know, he cut him open. So he's like walking around. This is a naked dude. There's like this. Dong flapping in his face and everything, and this and this corpse is shitting on him because you know, it's intestines and. That's it, awesome. It, 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 I, I'd never seen anything. I didn't know whether to be disgusted or laughed. <laughs> Laugh wildly hilarious. Honestly, I'm glad they so didn't, didn't tone it down. Right? No, but, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> you were that is the thing when, you, when they kind of take some of those movies like that and they turn them into shows, is they will kind of water them down. But, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad to hear they did not bother watering that down one bit. Well, that's, like, that's if you're going to hit that area, you just got to just go with it. <laughs> that's about the most graphic thing I've seen in the first, you know, season two episodes, but still, it was... That's up there. It was, it was awesome. It was awesome. It was just like, no, not the asshole! And then all of a sudden, you see the camera cut with this... Anyway, you guys got to watch it sometime. You got to catch up on all those. They're pretty good. Is it on the on the Plex Network? Mm. I, don't have, I don't have the recent, the new episodes okay. loaded up, but I do have the first season. Yes, remember a show called Briscoe County Junior? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking love that show. That uh, I've heard rumblings of them bringing it back. Really? That'd yeah, be awesome. That'd so, be but Bruce I think with, with Bruce being a little busy right now, they're yeah. pushing it back. But he's one of my favorite. I love all his movies. Have you ever seen My Name Is Bruce? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love that. Hilarious. Are you guys uh, big Game of Thrones fans? I don't... I'm, I'm, he watches, I'm up to date. Up to date. I watch that show, like, religiously. That's my show. Can we, can we erase that plug? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm upset that it's coming to an end soon. I think season eight is going to be the last one. They're about to... Season seven is going to come out this summer. So. Well, they got to get something because, like, the TV shows ahead of where the books are now. So I guess... Yeah. Aren't they just, like... It's making shit like, up as they go along, well, or they're having that writer kind of help direct. Well, George, yeah, well, George R. R. Martin is <coughs> working with HBO, and he he's writing. I think he has a new book, I think, coming out sometime soon. I don't know if it's done yet, but then there's supposed to be one more after that. But his you know his health is deteriorating, so there's been talk about that he might die before the books ever get finished. So if that happens, no. it's like, <laughs> like what do you do there? Like you just. HBO takes over and then keeps going with it. It's I, really think, I think he needs to sacrifice his kid to give himself, you know. Just <laughs> <laughs> like the show, you know. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure he's just like he has an idea of how the show's going. He pretty much just like if I if I die, like this is how it ends. I'm sure he probably has a bunch of stuff written out too. He's probably just gonna kill everybody off. Like yeah, he, why, that's why, what why he does. That's the way he, <laughs> he just kills everybody. I kill everything. All men must die. <laughs> Yeah, that was never a show I really followed. I never. It was one of those. I'm like, do I really need to start watching something else? I would probably be into it, right? But I was just like, eh. 
It was already bad enough when, well, I think it was you first, you were like, you need to start watching Daredevil. And I'm like, and I have that opportunity for you. And I did start watching that. And then I really liked when they brought the Punisher in. Yeah. You guys, have you guys watched? I haven't seen it. Uh, it's actually really it. good. I've, I watched a couple episodes of Daredevil. I haven't finished it yet, though. Uh, when they introduced, because they have uh, the guy that played, oh, I can't remember his name. The guy that played Shane on Walking Dead, and they killed him off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's Frank Castle. And really, he I, he looks like he, he kind of looks like how I would see. The I really didn't think I, I was going to like him fit, fit that role really well. But yeah, he I mean it's to a T. It's mm-hmm. it's awesome, and I guess they're spinning a Punisher show off of that now as well. So it's crazy how all those old comic books, like everyone made fun of everyone for reading them. Oh, when you were a kid. <laughs> now everyone's like, "Have you seen these comic book shows? They're awesome." Yeah. Now, yeah. now I'm no, sort of relevant. Now on like regular network. <laughs> I heard that. Whatever, you know? yeah. yeah, they got Arrow and Flash. I know CW. That's all DC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Marvels fan. Nah, they're they're all right though. The Flash one's pretty good. I watched a couple. It's always cool we live in a world now where we have that option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because before it was like they might occasionally make a mo- comic book movie. It was yeah. usually nowhere near. Howard yeah. the Duck. Howard <laughs> <Duck>. <laughs> yeah, the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk. Oh yeah, that TV was... series. That was. Fairly popular for a minute. Yeah. But then I sit there and think of the original Punisher movie with Dolph Lundgren. And that was like what I had to like for a long time. And so at least they do other Punisher movies. So So you're a huge Punisher fan? Yeah. Well, yeah. Here I can show you my really shitty tattoo. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's... I always liked... I I was a Marvel fan growing up too. Uh, DC was alright. Yeah, not bad. You know, it had Batman. It had some other titles that were cool. I really don't like Superman. I think he's... he's I don't like Superman either. Me neither. He's the crappiest superhero. Yeah. Because I remember when... Not Aquaman? Aqu- <laughs> <laughs> Aquaman is, is useless on land. So. <laughs> like who's gonna go out the sea to battle him? Yeah, like, come out here and fight me! Yeah, come fight on! Me. <laughs> 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 like the Earth, like eighty percent water or something like that. Come on! He's know? not. A, he's not a mutant though. He's a god. He can't. Not like Magneto. Magneto can control the metals in the Earth. I don't think Aquaman can <laughs> control the water. That'd be cool though. Oh, there's a bunch vicious. of Aquaman fans out there like, oh, you don't know. You don't oh, know. Fuck you. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. It's a god of planets. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess we covered most of the comic book. As for... <laughs> Actually, that doesn't come up too much with most of most of the guests. But that's cool to, Love them. to kind of talk yeah. about them. I still read comics. I buy, uh, I do heating and cooling on a living. We're about to go to this. There's a comic book store over in Fremont. It's the largest online distributor of mm. comics. In the nation, I was like, that's cool. I didn't know that. I went to their warehouse, wall to wall comics, as far as you can see. I heard it's up there. I didn't know there. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad because man, that's the thing. Comic book stores just keep dying off yep. around here. Which is another plug to uh, Icer Rose, the buddy of mine that got me the uh, interview I did with oh, yeah. Convalescence a while ago. He works at JC's Comic Comics in Toledo. Nice. Okay. So. Yeah, we'll give them a plug. I don't know their I don't remember their address right off the bat anymore, otherwise I'll go ahead and you can look at it. If you're listening to this, you're on the internet, you can yeah. you can look it up. He's gonna look it up. But uh yeah, I was gonna go somewhere with that. I don't know. Anyway. Oh yeah, the current issues. Yeah, I've been there I've got a few titles I still check out every so often. Uh the new 52, when it came along, kind of lost me for some of it. It was 
for DC. New 52. Yeah, they did away with the old universe. Oh, completely okay. and rebooted yeah, everything. I don't, I'm not, I don't follow DC really. Yeah, very, very few. I'm more. I, I like the villain. It's weird. I like the villains from DC more <laughs> than I like the, the the heroes. Yeah, they have some pretty sweet villains. Deathstroke's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. Central Avenue, Toledo. Yeah, JC's yeah. Comics and More, book, comic book store, Central Avenue, Toledo, Ohio. Got the phone number for Andy Hoyer? That's, uh, <coughs> no. No. <laughs> Let me look. I might have to do some more. Dig deep into the inception of Google to go layer behind layer behind layer to find it. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I kind of got burned out on comics recently. But there's been a few titles. I've been uh, the one, and I, man, I can't remember the publisher now. It's in a more independent, but it's called Sex Crimes. Sex Crimes. Are you familiar with that at all? Uh-huh. Oh, the concept's weird, but there's some people have discovered <clears throat> when they have an orgasm, time freezes around them. <laughs> so there's. So there's a couple that finally get together that realize they both can do that. So they, so the woman, she is at a library that's failing. A corporation's getting ready to take over. They want the property. So they decide to plan a heist by going and having sex in the bank that's nearby to get the money they need. But from that, everything kind of goes wrong because there's another group out there that's like a vigilante group that's trying to stem... Trying to stop them, yeah. So, it's like so that way, the word doesn't get out that they know that. Oh yeah, jumpers. There. That was yeah. So that's pretty sweet. So. Bring it back to what we were talking about earlier. Have you ever seen any of the the the, the mask comic books? Yes. Like where that that derived from? I think they should make a new mask movie based strictly off comic books. Make it that graphic wasn't, and that gory. Uh, wasn't that the Dark Horse run? I, I believe so. Yeah, those were. I remember. My those buddy sent them to me, or like sent me a. There was a video of them talking about it. I didn't know there was a mass comic. And he sent me that, and I was like, holy crap. Ten times more brutal than the actual movie. And the movie's, like, corny funny. Yeah. The comic book's, like, straight brutal blood and guts. And... <laughs> you still yes. looking for a phone number? Or... I got it. Okay. <laughs> Central Avenue, 419-531-6097. And that's JC Comics and more. They've got a lot of collectibles, and like you know, it's not just comics. They've got true <clears throat> all sorts of uh, anything you want that has anything to do with uh, they have the comic book world, t-shirt, yeah. statuary, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I love statues. I want a giant. I always said I want a giant Megatron in my front yard, like a fountain, <laughs> life-size Megatron fountain. That'd be sweet. Yeah, see, now that you've talked about another one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted uh, you, you've seen the movie, the uh, original Transformers movie. Oh, yeah. Here, yeah, this is how old I am. I saw it as a kid in the movie theater. So. Really? Yes. I, I, I've seen it as a kid, too, but it wasn't in theater. So. <laughs> I always wanted to get Hieronymus Prime tattooed on me. Oh, man. Yeah. That's yeah. sweet. Hot Prime and Starscream. I know, that was the thing. I always had a thing. I thought Starscream was cool, despite being kind of conniving. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It, was, it always made it interesting. Yeah. It? And that's the thing. I've got the first uh, probably three seasons on DVD. Nice. 
And to me, it still holds up. It's not as corny as some because I've watched the old G.I. Joe ones, and while they're not <sighs> terrible, it's still like, man, how did I sit through yeah. hours of this shit? <laughs> I like to get online every once in a while, flip through old cartoons like that. You never know what you'll Now you got me thinking about like the G.I. Joe public service. <laughs> <laughs> the altered ones? Yes. yes. <laughs> Chef, how are you kids? You're going to fall. <laughs> that bunch of skateboard kids aren't you so precious yeah <laughs> <laughs> you got on your little short shorts <laughs> yeah I'm trying to think of the, there was the other one with the yeah the house was on fire but I don't remember the dialogue for that one <laughs> was, bah, 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 get the fuck out there's <laughs> <laughs> hey, them trains again yeah you know we're in parts of no at all foster you live right I live right beside the train track it, it, it benefits us though people are so used to blocking out loud annoying sounds <laughs> don't bother them when we do our thing I'd yeah. rather hear a lot of music than the train yeah, any day trains yeah I've got them too right in my backyard <laughs> we apologize to the neighbors <laughs> if you listen to this we so, we're sorry yeah. sorry <laughs> bud not really uh, but. No, I've got, so I've got uh Retirees with hearing aids on both sides. Whenever I come over and practice or something like that, oh, that's okay. I'll just turn my hearing aid down. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Let's see. So, Brady, I'm pretty sure you skate. Yeah. Cool. Because not often I also have other skaters on the podcast. Because as he says, he's a poser. (laughs) (laughs) Goofy footed faker. I can't. I, I don't do it as much as I'd like to now. I mean. Being uh, an adult and a full-grown 230-pound male, so <laughs> it hurts a little more when you fall down. So I, I know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all about it. I'll still get on that every once in a while, though. I can't use. I don't even want to ride the board. I'll probably fall, break my <laughs> arm or something. Uh, so how'd you get? What, what like around what era then did you start skating? Uh, I lived in. I grew up in Bradner, so we skated out there. I was actually part of the group of kids who got the skate park put out there. Okay. Well, we went and did fundraisers and stuff and all that stuff to get that up and going. Uh, so I started skating there and then skating around Bowling Green, which you really can't do anymore. I'm pretty strict on no skateboarding. <laughs> yeah. Then the warehouse. But we're pretty much up in this Wood County area. Then we started, once we all got licenses, we started traveling out to Toledo, cool. wherever. <coughs> I did a lot more street than I did park skating, though. Yeah, say so I grew up in, well, I started about 86. So I kind of started in the the still heavy in the vert era yeah. and start transitioning in the street. street yeah. So I've been doing it off and on. Usually injuries take me out for a while. Yep. Because I had, well, what sucked is the worst one I had that took me out for the longest time was I got my foot run over by a forklift. Ooh. I worked at a lumber yard and my boss went to swing the forklift around. And I was trapped between a rack and a forklift. So all I could do was just kind of push back and he went right over my foot. Oh. And... So yeah, I went to the hospital and the doctor's like, well, as it is, you've got a hairline fracture in your foot. He goes, stay off of it for like four weeks. And that would have been 95 and it was a huge tech era at that point too. Uh-huh. And I was like, really? No skating? He's like, how badly do you want to do surgery? <laughs> I'm like, not really. He goes, if you stay off of it, he goes, you might have a chance. So yeah, that killed me for a while. Uh, Tried it. It was in my foot. Still hurt like a bitch after. I bet. So, but I went, kept coming back to it, and 
at some point I knew I was kind of getting lost in the huge tech era as well. So after a while, I was just kind of was like, dude, I'll just go back to my roots. <clears throat> Start doing right. bonelesses. Uh, okay. So skate ramps and ditches when I can. So I'm I'm nowhere near as good as I used to be. I know that. I'm I can right get a high it. score on the Tony Hawk. Yeah, hey, go fuck Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the one thing I love about Andy, man, is all these years he's still been able to do it hard. Yeah, yep. he's like, there's nothing like to an it. amazing skater. I know. When I first seen him skating, like I seen him at that night at the warehouse, and he was just going at it. He put the knee pads on, and it was just like... Yeah, I've got him somewhere. It was from a couple years ago. They had a uh, birthday party for me up at the warehouse. And I had filmed him, and he had pulled the chair right up to a ramp and went up and did a fast plant right off that chair. That's sweet. Went right in. I think he even did it first try. It just looked awesome. So That's awesome. He, he's beast, especially on that ramp. I mean, that ramp's like home court 18, yeah, yeah. 18 years old. I mean... It's a long time to be skating your own ramp. Yeah. You can skate whenever he wants. Yeah. So, it's pretty sweet. That ramp is old. Yeah. I like that little corner bowl he's adding in there. Uh, it's been a, it's been a dream. I mean, it's, it's it has the frame. It just needs the wood for it, though. Yep. Yeah. It's That'd a, be a really good addition. That yep. just right the whole corner. Try to get some curved coping and some more wood. Mm-hmm. Pay for a first, or it's all for none. None. Yeah. Well, my dojo needs a roof, by the way. Check yes. out the event page. Check out the Facebook page. Warehouse Facebook. Is the GoFundMe still up? GoFundMe still up. Yeah. If you want to donate some money over that way. Yeah, we'll probably share that again here sometime soon. Yeah. You cool. guys can see we're that. We're planning on having a, another fundraiser. It won't be at the warehouse because it don't have heat, but we're going to try to do another fundraiser at Howard. So. Cool. See how that works. I know we were talking about uh, maybe doing a benefit show. For like uh, Christmas coming up, like oh, Toys yeah. for Tots. Right, well, we are trying to do a Toys for cool. Tots show. Yeah. So that's what we're going to start throwing that out yeah. there. Awesome. Yeah, we're going to start planning that. Yeah. So, <laughs> man, it's almost November. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of going and talking to company. Oh, man. A lot of work. Music's a lot of work, kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it lot is. more work than you think it is. Uh, but yeah, if you got the love and the drive, though, it, yeah. it ends up being worth it. It really yeah. is. And that do is. Do what you love. That is the one thing I've tried to convey to other people. When you're in a band and you're on that stage in front of people, mm-hmm. it is a great fucking feeling. Not, nothing better. Nope, nothing like it. It's addiction. It's get you high. <laughs> Play music, not drugs. Don't yeah. do drugs. Play music, no, Play music on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Used to be behind the band, you know, playing drums. Used to be behind... All the speakers and everything. Your little safe space. Yeah. You got a wall safe, between you and the audience. Our safe zone. <laughs> like I can't be touched back there. No, no trigger effects back there. Unless, well, unless we're talking about drum triggers, but mm-hmm. that's two different things. Uh, no, I'm finding I'm not having much luck getting out on the other side of speakers, man. And vibrations always cause me to want to take a shit halfway through the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's my go-to, man. <laughs> you and your poop problems anymore, man. I was, yeah. Getting old's a bitch. <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, thank you guys for coming out. Appreciate right, thank it. Thank you for thank having you. us. This is awesome. So, I like what you guys are doing, man. So you, uh, so you just had a show Friday night. You have anything? You, you know, you said something coming up. Uh, yeah, we had a show with Scare Me Green coming up on the 28th. October 28th at Howard's. I believe it's a Halloween show. Yeah. So, so I think it's a costume party and all that good stuff. So 
On November 5th. On November 5th. We're going to show at Frankie's in at Toledo, Frankie's. Ohio. Yep. Nice. So, popped my cherry for going to shows and being moving out of Fostoria, moved up to Toledo, and went to Frankie's a lot. I don't know. Yeah, Frank is out there. Got thrown out of there a couple times. <laughs> also, stayed after hours partying in the basement a couple times. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, when we hit Frankie's out there first time hitting there. Yeah, we haven't played. We Frankie haven't played yet. Toledo yet. We haven't been out of Bowling Green. Yeah, Bowling <laughs> Green and uh, Wayne. Yeah. So. Should be fun. Should be interesting. I've been to shows there, but never played there. So. I like Frankie's a lot. It's <laughs> really cool up there. Yeah, Guys. Have a web page, Facebook. Oh uh, yeah, SoundCloud, check us out on anything. Not uh, as far as like recordings. Again, we're 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 still a freshman band, so we're still working on all that. But we do have a Facebook page. Look us up on Manifest Destiny mm-hmm. is the name of the page, and we're working on some recordings and getting a band camp up. So cool. Yeah, we should start and, recordings and with the here. The name like Manifest Destiny that I, make me think you guys are heavenly heaven. Heavenly, heavily into like uh, American history. Uh, that's and, uh, yeah. That's a that's kind of the idea. Actually, glad you brought that up. Yeah. I was going to bring up the band. I like I like I like the idea. Like we, it was actually our first show. We were standing outside and we didn't have a name. We got a show. And my boss is a huge history buff, and we we were on the boat going to Middle Bass Island, and he's telling me that he's like, you know, what Manifest Destiny is, and I was like, uh, it sounds familiar. He's like, well, Manifest Destiny was America's credo when we first, like, Ameri- the, the Europeans first came over here. It was Manifest Destiny from sea to shining sea. So take what is ours is the idea. Mm-hmm. And I like that. And I brought up these guys, and I'm like, oh, yes, sure, say it. So he's <laughs> <laughs> like stuck. So that's our, our goal is to take what is ours. <laughs> Just like America. America. Exception, American exceptionalism. <laughs> damn it, we're American. That's right. Exactly. And... Being being that involved like a history, can I ask your thoughts on the Louisiana Purchase? <laughs> I think we won. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, we won. Out Correct the answer. For sure. <laughs> we won. What did he say? Bought all that for dirt cheap. Dirt cheap. Oh, France. Never <laughs> we win all day. That's what America does. <laughs> so we're one big winning machine. No. Yeah, you just had to get one last troll in. I know. That's why I have you here. I came to this podcast totally sober for once because I just felt like I've really been dropping the ball lately. I haven't been active. I have not been trolling you hard enough. <laughs> I have to get my little jabs in there, you know. Like I said, inject my verbal penis into the conversation. <laughs> Wave it around. And be like, hey, look at this. Yes, exactly. Look how witty and partay I am. Alright, well, I think we'll wrap this up. Uh, I was trying to think of a movie quote. I think we'll, we'll continue from a commando theme. Because it was actually on the other night again as well. Let off some steam. Got it. <laughs>